Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Uh, The Liberal government today introducing legislation that it says will boost background checks, will require gun vendors to keep records of all firearm sales and inventories for, I think it's 20 years. I want to talk to a local lawyer who specializes in gun laws, offenses and rights about this new legislation. Greg Dunn is with Dunn and Associates. Hello, Mr. Dunn. Good afternoon, Angela. I'm I'm only giving a, a scratching the surface, but can you give my listeners some highlights about what the new laws are going to mean? Sure. What they're going to mean or what the new laws are? What the new laws are. Okay, so really what the uh, the new legislation purports to do, it has five big changes, okay? The first big change is that they're going to be able to do background tre- checks back for the entire life of the applicant. So before it was limited to five years, and now it's, you know, you can go back to when the guy's two years old mm-hmm. if you want. Okay. Secondly, they're going to require um, private vendors. So if I'm selling a firearm to you privately, I'm, I'm not a, a gun dealer or anything, it requires me to make sure that you have a valid firearms license and a valid, uh, I think they're calling it a transfer number. Thirdly, business retailers have to now record transactions and keep those logs, as you said, for a period of 20 years, kind of probably making a bit of an informal or, or, or uh, uh, informal gun registry is what, what some people are saying. Fourthly, the RCMP are now have full power to classify firearms. So they're going to be the ones determining whether it's restricted, unrestricted, or prohibited. Uh, the prior law required them to have some degree of civilian oversight by way of a committee that's been stripped away, and now the Mounties are given full power to do classifications. And fifthly, uh, there's going to be uh, enhanced transportation restrictions with respect to restricted weapons, so that's that meaning handguns. So you're no longer going to be able – you have – basically, they're going to make you apply for a transportation permit each and every time you transport a firearm to a place that's not arranged. So if you want to take it to a gunsmith, you got to go and get a specific transport permit for that day and time. So that's the laws. And maybe back to my original question, what are they going to do? Because I know I've got lots of listeners saying, why are these changes coming in? Well, I mean, are they going to make a difference yeah. in public safety? Probably not. Um, are they going to make a difference in terms of abrogating rights of gun owners? Probably, most definitely. Um, one of the big things I see in this legislation, look, there's a few things that are, are okay. Um, asking someone to show you their firearms license before you give them a firearm is not a bad uh, uh, requirement. It's common sense requirement. It's not a bad requirement. I don't even have as much of a problem with respect to business retailers detailing who's buying firearms. Um, the issues that I have are with respect to the background checks, the nature of the background checks, uh, providing our sinking officers with the full power to classify and the, the, the transportation restrictions. And just to give, I don't want to get into too much of it, but just to give you a bit of history, um, people may not know, but the, the RCMP used to have full power to classify firearms. So that means they could say, look, this weapon is an unrestricted weapon. You can use it for hunting. This one is prohibited. You can't have it at all. Mm-hmm. The problem that the RCMP got into is they would classify firearms 
as being unrestricted at first instance, and then they would go back and reclassify them as being prohibited. Mm. So they would instantly make a large segment of law-abiding Canadians criminal mm. by way of you know bureaucratic flip-flopping. And so the, the PC said, listen, you're going to have some civilian oversight, and you're not going to be able to reclassify these things. And the Liberals have taken that away. For what reason? I don't know. The other issue that's really dangerous, in my view, are these background checks. Now, it used to be that they could go back five years, okay, so they could look at your criminal records. But in addition to that, if you look at the legislation, they could look at any history of behavior that includes violence or threaten or attempted violence on the part of the person against any person. So anything that could come up by any witness that say, listen, this guy is a little dangerous. He yelled at me one time. I don't think he should have a gun. That could prevent you from owning a firearm. Now, before they could only go back five years. Now they can go back for the rest of your life. And they don't, there's, there's no checks or balances to determine, you know, what is deemed to be violent, what sort of behavior would prevent you from having firearms. They can go back to grade school uh, and determine if you were an unfit or unsafe student back then and prevent you from having firearms. And that's just taking the word of someone as opposed to having an actual criminal conviction? Absolutely. They, the, a criminal conviction is one of the factors to consider. Right. But- a, a criminal discharge, okay, so a discharge from a criminal conviction, they can consider that, or any other information where an individual has a history of violence. So, for example, one of the questions on the applications, they will go to a spouse, a former spouse within five years, and they'll say, who are your former spouses or people you cohabitated with? Mm. And they will call them and say, hey, does this guy have a problem with domestic violence? And if that former spouse says, I don't want him having a gun, he doesn't get a gun, or or she. It can be flips. I mean, w- w- females and women uh, uh, apply for firearms as well. Right. Now they can go back for your entire history for the rest of your life, and talk to people and and make determinations on you know really unsubstantiated uh, allegations. Now there may be some investigation on it, but the ultimate term- determination is made by 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 a bureaucrat that's got no very little judicial oversight. Ultimately, don't we want to keep the guns out of criminals' hands? Do you think any of these five changes are going to do that? So, look, uh, this is what I do. I, I, I defend people alleged uh, you know, of committing crimes. And some mm-hmm. of those guys are gang members and some of them are not. There's not a gang member in this country that gives one hoot about a registration uh, about access to firearms. If they want a handgun, they will find one and they will get one. And that's, you know what, Greg, uh, that's what I want to leave it on because I think a lot of my listeners would completely agree with you. Greg, thanks so much for breaking it down for us. Thanks, Angela. Greg Dunn with Dunn & Associates. Let's check our drive home.